This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 193, submission number 374. All-Star Rock and Wrestling Saturday Spectacular. All-Star Rock and Wrestling Saturday Spectacular aired on CBS September 13th, 1985. Hey guys, do you remember the days when there were Saturday morning cartoons? And before each new Saturday morning season, they would actually have a primetime special advertising... The upcoming fall oh, season. God. It was like Christmas. It, it was like Christmas Eve. Seriously. Yeah, they, they'd show like- you all the new gifts you're going to get that next morning, 12 hours later, in a primetime special. It yep. was a glorious thing. Yep. And usually when they put these specials on primetime, they go all out. They either get the biggest names of the day or they pimp out people from the network to come in and shill for the upcoming Saturday lineup. One of my favorites, and I'm surprised it's not on the list, I might put it on right now, was Who Shrunk Saturday Morning from 1989 on NBC? Featuring the cast of Saved by the Bell, Elf, John Candy, Sherman Hemsley, and Marsha Warfield. I'm going to put that on the list right now. I vaguely remember that. I'm surprised they didn't find a way to work Rick Moranis into it, because this would have been around the time that NBC was airing Magical World of Disney. Well, Rick Moranis wouldn't get his own show for another couple of years, I don't think. Rick Moranis in Gravedale High? Yeah, but you would have had the movie out, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah, that was... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's why I said that. Right. I, I got it. But in 1985. Oh, my God. In 1985. Uh, all right. The WWF, as I mentioned in previous episode, WrestleMania 2, was on fire after the first WrestleMania in March of 85. And WWF was hot after that point at WrestleMania. They had Saturday night's main event on NBC replacing SNL once a month starting in May. And now you had a WWF cartoon on CBS with future installment, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. See, one promoted the other. Yes, this promoted the other. So yeah, WWF now has penetration on two of the big three, with NBC and CBS. Yeah, ABC, slow to get into the game. But, okay, we have a big special to promote, primarily the new Saturday morning lineup in the Hulk Hogan rock and wrestling cartoon. Yeah, and I don't remember, I remember uh, the half hours that they would put, like, at 8.30 or 9.30. I don't remember uh, a preview special being an hour long or this stacked with star power oh yeah this was an hour long and it was stacked with star power oh yeah cbs 
They brought the stores for this, baby. Yep. Gary, who do we have playing with us tonight? Yeah, they got Gary Owens for this. Yep, that's one star right there. We also have this special new edition. (laughs) Yeah, they were big back then. You're going to have to find some girls squeeing to fill in that. I I don't know. Well, also you have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yay, Roger Murdoch. And, of course, the Lakers would have just been coming off winning the NBA championship in 85 over the Celtics. Right. And, of course, NBA on CBS. Of course. Yeah, you got to get that cross promotion in with the NBA. Let's see. You also got, oh, Patty LaBelle. Yep. She would be... uh one year away from perhaps one of her biggest hits. No, no, she would have released that album that summer, I believe. The album with New Attitude on it. Yeah, and also she would have had, as she's performing in this special, the song Stir It Up that came off the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. Which actually has a sort of an accidental connection because... What was premiering that fall on CBS? Oh, Stir Crazy, the TV series. With Stir It Up as the theme music. You want to talk about a bop. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll eventually one day cover the Stir Crazy TV show. Talk about a show that does not follow the movie at all. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Oh, but also... You also have the plane, the plane. Hervé Villachez. Yes. And this would have been just after Fantasy Island, I believe. Yeah, just yep. after it ended. Oh, ended in 83, so this is two years later. Oh. Okay. But last but not least, you got Captain Lou Albano and Cindy Lauper. Mm, that was basically the power couple of the rock and wrestling movement right there. Yeah. Right. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Girls just want to have fun. Goonies are good enough for you. That would have been out at this time in 85. And by the way, the music video for the the Goonies are good enough for you is a future entry because I submitted that when Richard Donner passed away earlier this year. R.I.P. Dick. But this special here is off the hook. It is just so insane. It's absolutely nuts. Yeah, that we just had to cover it for you guys. So, okay, are we ready to watch this special? Let's do it. Let's do it, absolutely. All right. right. The following program was recorded at an earlier date for presentation at this time. My, that sounds familiar. Didn't we play that at the top of the show? Oh, yeah. Are we on? Oh. Good evening. This is Scott Osborne reporting from outside stage 55, where a television first has just occurred. A what? network TV show has just been taken over. Oh? Taken over by the famed wrestler Rowdy Roddy Piper. Oh. Piper was, we understand, to have been a guest on the show, along with Pee Wee Herman, Patti LaBelle, New Edition, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Hulk Hogan, and others. Instead, he has forcibly ejected the host from his own show. And oh, no. Control. Excuse me, excuse me, sir. I understand you were present when the takeover occurred. 
Could you describe for us what happened? Well, this man comes into the studio and he says, this is my show, I'm taking over. And he just, he, he takes over. Yeah, that sounds about on brand for the Piper. Well, at first we thought it was Ted Turner. But then he brings in his own <laughs> sets. He's got dancers and... I guarantee you Vince put it in there as a dig on Ted Turner. Uh, yeah. Considering how pissed he was over losing the, uh, the TVS time slot to Jim Crockett at 85. Yeah. He probably said to Sid and Marty Craft, I need a dig on Ted Turner, damn it. No, he would have said it to, uh, Mark Levanier, who wrote it. By the uh, way, Mark Levanier, we could do a whole show on that guy. He is a freaking genius. Still is, by the way. Look at this kid here in this Chicago Cubs hat and the Hawaiian shirt that I paused at the 59-second mark. Oh, yeah. Look at that. He might have been at that game with with Bonnie Urseth as the nun. Oh, boy. It was a year earlier. It was. It was. Yeah, Yeah. at the the, the NLCS game versus the Padres, yeah. Yep. He was probably there. All right. Excuse me, excuse me. I've just been informed we have located a file videotape profile of Rowdy Roddy Piper. What? Can we roll that tape, please? Okay. It was Can we roll that tape? Yes. That and this is all B-roll from the WWF at the time. Yeah, this is from, like, the war to settle the score earlier this year that preceded the first no. WrestleMania. The kind of person who gives slime a bad name. Oh. Uh, no. This guy, oh, Roddy, Roddy, well, Roddy Piper. He was cool that night. He is everything then. they say about him and less. He has, ladies and gentlemen, oh. ladies and gentlemen, the man who was to have hosted tonight's extravaganza, oh, good. Herve Villages. You don't understand. This is my show. My show. He has no right to do this to me. Well, Herve, did you in fact invite Roddy Piper to be a guest on your show? Invite Roddy Piper on my show? <laughs> you must be kidding. How can I invite a deadly disease? Damn, son. Damn, Hervé. But he's not going to get away with it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I'm going to get him. Just like that. He's not going to oh, get away with it. Hervé. Watch me. Goodbye. Watch me. Goodbye. Hey, Mike. Yeah? Remember the story we found out about on Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal podcast about Hervé Villachet? Oh, my god! <laughs> Do you want to describe it? I don't think I can. Keep what it was, G, what, Mike. Well, Keep hold on. What, 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 what I was going to add is just the way that Hervé Villachet sounded and acted there. I was waiting for him to say, I want the belt! I want the belt! <laughs> Insert clip. Of Elegante saying, I want the belt. I want the belt. Yeah, I, he sort of had that same sort of vigor and vibe. I want the belt. I want the belt. I want the belt. I want your belt. <laughs> Getting back to the Gilbert Godfrey thing, Greg, go for it. Did, didn't he have like a huge... Uh... His uh, his package was very huge. I I think proportionally, yes. <laughs> that, 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 that was one of those. That, 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 if I remember correctly from Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, uh, that was one of the things that he like bragging to the ladies about on the set of Fantasy Island. Yeah. 
Well, thanks to that, we also learned that Edie Adams was also the ninth most effable woman in the world. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Go back. I forget what episode of Gilbert Gottfried's mentioned, in, but he's not wrong. It's true. Evie Adams at one time was the ninth most effable woman in the world. Yes. Okay. Okay. We're all rooting for you. Good luck. We're okay. rooting for you, Herve. The latest dirty deal from Rowdy. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, I've just been informed that Roddy Piper has given the order to start his show. We're going to cut inside the studio now and see this incredible oh. example. Oh. The Rock and Wrestling Saturday Spectacular, starring Herve Villachez. Oh, starring Roddy Piper. They literally. This is Williams inviting you to join Herve. All right, can we describe what we're seeing right now? Okay, so we have this stage decked out to the lines. Obviously, this is the stage that Piper brought in because you know. It has RP everywhere. And y- 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 we can't paint this uh, word picture, the full word picture, just yet. But you have Gary Owens off to the side doing what he does best, talking. And Roddy Roddy Piper's just doing, <laughs> look at me, I'm big shot. Look at me, I mean, just look at me, come on. And the credits continue. Uh, go, Gary. Hey, Pee Wee Herman! New edition. New edition. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Kareem Abdul Jabbar. Captain Lou. Captain Lou. From previous assault with the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. And the Hulkster. With the Roddy Piper dancers and the Roddy Piper art players. Plus previews of the new CBS Saturday morning shows, the Berenstain Bears. The Bears. Wuzzles. The Wuzzles. Babies and Monsters, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, Brother. And now, here's Roddy. And now, here he is, like, with Piper X. By the way, I have their names. We have Robin Gale. We have Robin Gale. Anna Upstrom. And Deanna Croft Pope. Okay. By the way, uh, Deanna Croft Pope is uh, related somehow to Sid and Marty. Oh, okay. Makes nice. sense. All right. And here we have uh, here we have Piper dressed as he is with a with the poofy shirt, uh, a, a jacket, and um, his tartan. Oh yeah. Hi peasants. Yeah. Look at me. You know? Oh no, please, please, please. You know, you know they went and, and they called me. And they were trying to think of different people to come and do this particular network. So they went, they phoned Sylvester Stallone. Yay. Yay. They called Bruce Springsteen. Yay. Oh. Uh, it's quite obvious to me. It's quite obvious to me that they have made the right choice. There's a, I mean, obviously, between all those guys, you 
between. They wanted somebody that could converse with Pee Wee Herman. So I thought, well, I... Uh, yeah, by the way, Pee Wee would be a, a year from joining the CBS lineup. That's true. Oh, by the way, as as date we're taping this, August 27th, today's Paul Rubin's birthday. Yes. Happy birthday, Paul. Yes. And, and and guess how old he is. How old? 69. Nice. Nice. He's 69, yeah. Wow. I didn't even have to say anything. You guessed his age. <laughs> But I just want to say, not look it. By the way, but, no. but I, you know, I gotta say, watching the first few minutes of Roddy's uh, monologue, this is maybe the second best acting he's done in his career, next to when he was on "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" as the maniac. The maniac. Oh, in, in multiple episodes. Uh, well, we'll be talking about the maniac next year in the gang wrestles for the troops. Oh, uh, but he, he's been in a number of good episodes. Uh, there was one about the pyramid scheme. Oh, uh, that, pyra- that, that just aired on uh, on Vice yesterday. That that's a great episode. Oh, pyramid scheme episode is the great. pyramid scheme episode. Yes, we, okay, falls for a pyramid scheme. We, uh, well, no, it turns out that the master of the pyramid scheme is Demaniac, <laughs> and for some reason, the entire time Frank Reynolds is in a diaper and he's stuck in a jungle gym. But I'm I'm getting way off track here. Oh yeah. We're going so totally off the rails. Okay, here we go. Applause for me all the time. Save it for them. Patty LaBelle, come out here. She's gonna have... Yay! Yay! Patty LaBelle. Yay. I love your pies, Patty. And, she's like, and then this guy, I'm, I'm in my house. I'm in my house, and I'm and I'm having just a good time. I look out, and new addition is mowing my lawn. <laughs> new addition is. There, there are the girls. Oh. His mouth was full of basketballs. Hulk, he's a real American. He's a real American. Oh, okay, he's got the cue card that has his name on it. Has Hulk's name on it. Oh, no, he ripped, oh, he ripped it. Oh, no. Oh. We're about to fight, man. We're about to fight. You know he's coming out soon. famous video the Goonies. And then I think to myself about Cindy Lauper, who's now working in a pet shop scaring goldfish with her hair, man. Working around, I said, if Whopper is not on, oh, you got me. Oh, and then all of a sudden I started to think to myself, well, I ought to show you a little bit of the movie clip, The Goonies, so you can really realize what a star I am. How about no? So rule it. Rule The Goonies for these nice folks, man. <laughs> no. Uh, Ronnie, excuse me, the show isn't ready yet. <laughs> I said... Sloth loves junk. <laughs> okay. Now, get... now, notice, now, this is not the goodies, obviously. This now, is... this is footage from the music video. Hey, look, there's the Iron Sheik. There, there's Sheik. We got Sheiky. There's Freddy Blassie. There's Cindy. Captain Lou. 
<laughs> oh, it's like a giant turf war. Oh, it's a giant turf war. <laughs> oh god! And and back to the set. We're back to the, the second part of the set, which is basically everybody gets peasant chairs. Roddy Roddy Piper gets a, a big, big neon throne. A big with neon. a tartan backing, obviously. A tartan backing. Yes, he's. Which oh, is, uh... this, I mean, this is gaudy. Gaudy. By the way, I love. You can't see it, but I Mike. I think that's a Flocati rug on the bottom. Too. Oh yeah, it's definitely Flocati. But I want to point out, Mike has a, a sloth <laughs> bobblehead. He does. And sloth in the Superman T-shirt. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I got this in Akron back in May, uh, and I thought it was timely. It's right here on my desk with uh, a number of my other bobbleheads. So I, I had to pull that out. Well. Sloth, love. Junk. Sloth love junk. Okay. All right, let's go back here. Roddy's on his throne here with Gary. Hi, Gary. Oh, Roddy, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm sure it is. Don't make no mistakes. You had kind of a novel way of warming up the audience tonight where you said you would wrestle anyone who didn't laugh. I thought that was kind of unusual. Well, I won't have any problem. You'll laugh, won't you? You're laughing, but you yeah, well, we're laughing at you. Don't worry about it. I notice a few boos every now and again, but yeah. that's all right, huh? Sure, it's no problem at all. Okay. It's no problem. No, you know, you know there's a fellow I want to bring in. Oh. A friend of yours? Mm, a fellow I want to bring in. He's a tall fellow. Oh? He's known oh. in America for being one of the greatest basketball players ever. Oh? Tall fellow I want to bring yep. about. His name is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Ah! Oh. And not only one of the best to play the game, one of the best academics in America today. Oh, yeah. A great journalist. Yes. And also, at- and also a heck of an actor, too. Oh, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he's a renaissance man. Oh, yeah. Roger Murdoch. Hi. My name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. <laughs> sure, you're the co-pilot. Sure, you are. My okay. name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. Okay. Irving, you've grown. Don't you say that. You just have a seat. No, go ahead, have a seat. Have, do they feed you? <laughs> they feed you tall. You could open doors with those knees. <laughs> you know, you can't. Do you mind if I ask you a question? No. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. You, you won't get offended. Between pros like you and me, Jeff, are you kidding me? Yeah. Who are you? <laughs> 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 Roger Murdoch just punked your ass, man. Man, that's a third degree burn right there. Funny guy. Funny guy. Who am I? You know who I am. I'm Roddy Piper, man. I'm Roddy Piper. I'm the most famous professional wrestler in the entire world. I'm the psychologist of wrestling. Who am I? That uh, cheats all the time in the ring, right? Oh! 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 Snap. oh and you know what? We're not even. We haven't even gotten to the best bit about, yet. Let's talk about your defense. Let's talk about my offense is good. When you're up there traveling up there, how about your defense? I've been hearing a few things about old defense with Kareem. Pause it. Pause it, Greg. Okay. Pause it. Uh, uh, yeah, he did address this once, and he says, "Listen, kid." 
I've been hearing that crap ever since I was at UCLA. I'm out there busting my buns every night. Tell your old man to drag Walton and Lanier down, up and down the court for 48 minutes. Play the video, Craig. Sometimes ain't so hot, man. Everybody, everybody has defensive lapses at some time, especially if they play by the rules, which is something you're very unfamiliar with. Oh, oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> Piper's just trying to roll with the punches here. And this yeah. is a clip from the CBS Saturday morning series, The Berenstain Bears. The Barons? Oh, oh, yeah. Time out. You notice Kareem said Berenstain Bears. Yes. Yeah. Not Berenstain Bears. Not Berenstain. I Not Berenstain Bears. I don't know what universe this is in. It's clearly in the Berenstain Bears universe. So. The Berenstain Bears. All right. Well, I'm from the Berenstain Bears universe. So. I I don't know why I got transported into the Berenstain Bears universe, but I'm just pointing that out. Okay. Kareem's got a clip for the Berenstain Bears. So here we go. To take up kite flying. Oh, Papa's, Papa shot. Bear's when gonna pick up kite flying. Your kite was higher than everybody else's, wasn't it? Huh? Oh, I don't know. That's that's quite a statement coming from somebody who wears a dress. Oh. Okay. So wait, he's flying a kite with a fishing pole. Why is Papa Bear? Flying a kite with a fishing pole. I, I don't, don't know. He's is, a bear. Is that something they do in bear country? He's a bear. He doesn't know how to fly a kite. Bears don't fly kites. What is going on here? Mike, have you ever seen a bear fly a kite? Apparently, I'm watching one now with a fishing pole. <laughs> He's flying a kite with the fishing pole. What? I think maybe we saw a bear do that on Man vs. Bear. Oh, oh no, it didn't go well. Papa, Papa, are you all right? (laughs) Pumpkin seed? What? Special, you say? Please, Papa. Be careful. Me don't like him look, y'all. Him look shifty. Remember that magic honey machine he sold you last month? Yeah, the only thing it made was money for Ralph. Ah, uh, excuse me, little ones. <laughs> oh, it... what sort of pumpkin seed? Oh no! Special experimental pumpkin seed. Look at that pumpkin! That's a big pumpkin. Oh. Three Babdul Jabbar. One of the greatest humans. What a jerk, man. What a complete jerk. If I had to play basketball, Shut up, I'd Piper. and go back to Scotland. Oh! oh! <laughs> he just threw a basketball at your head, son. Right in the cabeza. Oh, next, Hulk Hogan in new edition. But first, oh. it's story time. Hello, anybody in here? Can you help me get my show back? Oh, no one's helping Hervey. 
Wrestling Saturday Spectacular after these messages. Well, <laughs> we're not getting any commercials here. Commercials? <laughs> what are those? All right, and, so we have Roddy in the audience. Oh, no, he's got two obsessed fans of his. I bet he paid him off. Oh. I'm the president of the Roddy Piper fan club. Are you a wonderful person? You are wonderful. You're wonderful. By the way, I release Baum. Yeah. Play, plays himself. Oh. Oh, look at that. He's got the Hot Rod t-shirt in the picture of Roddy. They're all like, boo. I don't buy this for a second. No, he clearly paid these two off. Clearly. <laughs> Well, uh, next is Hulk Hogan. Oh. Uh, he's on tape. No, he's, he's on, on tape. tape. Why isn't he lying? <laughs> well, he's in... That's okay. Hulk Hogan can't touch you, paper. He's in Boston, Roddy. Yeah. He's 3,000 miles away. Yeah, well, I take the interview with him there. You yeah. Did. yeah, now we all know how you feel about Hulk Hogan. We also know that you're... You mean the almost blonde heavyweight champion? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're too big a man to let Hulk get to you, really, aren't you? Uh, no, he's yeah. not. A lesser man... No, he really is in every way you shouldn't let him bother you at all and by the way he even said something nice about oh certainly he said nothing nice Thank about you, it gary owens here and in just moments hulk hogan will be stepping into the ring with another title defense Hulk, I want to thank you so much for taking time out to chat with us. Well, you know something gorgeous, Gary Owen? I'm really happy, man, that you could be here live and in person because you're the number one Hulkamaniac around here. And I'm just so happy, man. I've got you a ringside seat, and you're going to feel what it's like for real, live in the arena with thousands of Hulkamaniacs and all the energy that's going down. I'm just glad you could be here with me. Hulk, I know how happy you are to be here on the show with your good friend, Hervé Villachez, right? Well, you know something? I'm really proud to be on my main brother, Hervé's show. The little dude's not as tall as me, but he's working out real hard trying to get just as wide as I am. Hulk, I understand. Wait, he said... What? Did he just say he's working out just to be as wide as... <laughs> hey, that, wait, that totally makes sense. I mean, he, he's not as tall, but he's working out so he can get just as wide so he can get, the, get those 22 inch pythons 20, that he keeps talking about. 24 inch pythons. But hold on a second. Wait a minute. We do know later on that Hulk has that, that little, uh, little thing that he got in a lawsuit over. Do you think uh, him and Hervey uh, shared some tips? About that sort of thing? I have been advised by my legal counsel not to answer that question. <laughs> Mike, what do you think? My legal counsel is the same as Chico. Right? 
<laughs> okay. Meanwhile, we have Roddy. He's watching this on the. He is not pleased. He's watching this on this little TV. He's not happy. Oh, by the way, uh, also on Roddy's throne, it, it looks like looks like a control panel of some sort. Some kind of control panel. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> you're starring in an exciting new show on Saturday morning on CBS. I'm so thrilled, so happy about the new Hulk Hogan rock wrestling cartoon for all those little hucksters that have to go to bed early, train, and say their prayers. Because they can't stay up for the main event. The out on the rock wrestling cartoon. Oh, yeah. Well, of course they can. Well, uh, let's set this up for the audience right now. I understand you have a clip from the show. Is that correct? Oh. Man, I wish you would. I'm so excited about this thing. Let's roll it. All right, Harlow. Oh. Roll. Here we go. Oh, this is JYD. Oh, yeah. By the way, JYD, voiced by James Avery. Oh, yeah. And by the way, the Hulkster on that cartoon, Mike, voiced by Brad Garrett. Oh, yes. Surprised we haven't put this on the list yet. Oh, it is on the list. It's long oh, okay. since on the list. Oh, uh, Nikolai Volkov. Screw that guy! All of your friends are on. You know, that really turns me on to see all my friends out there. You got that junkyard dog, man. You got Tito Santana and the big brother, Andre the Giant. And all those guys are there in real life on that cartoon. But you also got some bad dudes out there. Oh. Like that no good Nikolai Volkov, the Iron Sheik. And worst of all, that rowdy, rowdy Piper. I'd like to get my hands on him right now. Oh, God. Hulk, I understand that you have some 10 being million members of the International Hulk Hogan Fan Club. How many do you suppose Roddy Piper has in his? Well, you know, I found out something real interesting about the Rowdy one. He's got one fan, a dude named Ira, who he pays a lot of bread to to say good things about him. But I also found out yep. that the dude wears a skirt just like Piper, and he doesn't have to pay him anything for that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no, Roddy's not. Well, now, just a minute, Hulk. Uh, you keep putting the man down all the time. Isn't there something nice you can say about Roddy Piper? Here it no, comes. Oh no! Uh oh! Uh oh! Uh oh! Wow, Roddy, he was gonna say something nice about you. You jerk! I kind of liked it actually. I don't care what you like. They begged me. They tried to pay me money. Finally, out of the kindness of my heart, new edition. Ah, new edition! Woo! Ah, and of course. They're performing a song, uh huh, which we can't. It's off the All for Love album, I believe. Yeah, yeah, we're not playing it because we don't want to get violations on YouTube. Oh yeah, but you yeah. know what? But, but 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 actually, you know what? I'm going to fill the time really fast. I want to make an observation about the cartoon they showed. Yeah. Okay, Hulk Hogan claims he has the 24 inch pythons going and stuff. Yeah. Right. Did you look at the cartoon? Those pythons looked like they're about 48 inches. 48 I know inches. That, you know, Greg and I were talking about this, and we were like, okay, they obviously are uh, sort of kind of exaggerating all the features. Of all and the then some, yeah. For the kids. For the kids. For the kids. But, yeah, you could definitely tell who's who and what's what and, and where were you so 
Yeah. Essentially, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I do appreciate that we have an animated version of Tito Santana on a Saturday morning cartoon. I gotta appreciate that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Sure. <laughs> and now, here's New Edition doing the whole uh, sit by the couch sort of thing. With Roddy. Sit by, sit by the couch with Roddy. I almost said Johnny. After these messages. Yeah. Boy, I wonder why. We now return because this isn't this isn't a ripoff of anything. Nothing. Oh, no. Totally original. But yeah, this is about as okay. You can tell on the look of Bobby Brown's face. You can. He's basically saying, "You believe I'm doing this again?" Just give us the paycheck. Yeah, yeah. You can tell he's like one year away from breaking out and going solo. Oh yeah, but that's his prerogative. That's the way he wants to live. Jeez, no, Greg, no. Damn it. Oh wait, hold on. What? What is this? What? 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 What is this? What is he doing? What is he doing? What is he doing? Oh, that. What is he drinking? That looks like a big fishbowl of absinthe. It's a bit like a big brandy snifter of some sort. But that ain't brandy. Oh. Oh no. Rob Trespaugh about to knock your block off, sir. Oh. What is even going on here? <laughs> what? what? We get food when we do shows and TV shows. We have a caterer, but I mean, we yeah. have a caterer this time, so. So I'll just grab my. You get your hands away from my food is the first thing you do. You know what you guys do? Oh. Bagpipes. Oh no. This isn't gonna be the. This isn't gonna be the first time this happens. By the way. Oh, he's stiffing them on the pay? Bob, yeah, Bobby Brown wants his money, son. Yeah, you don't mess with Bobby Brown, Roddy. Oh, he's offering a picture of himself. Oh, that, yeah, everybody wants a picture of this guy. Bobby Brown's like, I'm out. No, I'm out. No, in four years I'm gonna be singing the theme song in Ghostbusters 2. No. Oh, the big sketch. But, but oh, they have a clip. Let's see the clip. Oh yeah. Well, this is a clip from the the new cartoon Wuzzles. The Wuzzles. Yeah, new editions are a big fan of the Wuzzles. Why? By the way, the Wuzzles. I, is the Wuzzles available on Disney Plus? I want to say it is. It's owned by Disney. Yeah. Oh Disney. yeah. I did not know it was, this. It was their very first television production. Oh okay. Well, this would have been on the same time as Gummy Bears, right? Because Gummy Bears would have been '85, right? On NBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. But by the way, Henry Gibson, Joanne Worley, among the cast of the Wuzzles. 
Oh, that's nice. Uh, oh, God. And here's here's Gary. All right. Here we go. Y'all are nice guys. Can't wait till Johnny kills Tori Tito. Anyway. I'm proud to present a scene from King Lear by William Shakespeare. Additional dialogue by Roddy Piper. And starring Roddy Piper and his guest, Captain Lou Albano. Gentlemen. Oh. Yeah, Rowdy and the Piper and the Piperettes there. Somebody's pulling on my robe. Oh, God. <laughs> this is, this is, this is D-A-F, this is drug A-F shit, too. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh there's, there's, Captain, there's Captain Lou. <laughs> Dressed as only Captain Lou can. He has he's, his, wear, his, he's wearing a shirt. He's got the thing on his face, and he's got a Shakespearean vest. So. <laughs> oh, my God. The shirt with the caricature of himself. That's great. That's classic. Oh, Captain Lou's going into business for himself to quote Dave Meltzer. Oh, Hey, Greg? Yeah? Is Captain Lou breaking kayfabe? How, oh. how does one break kayfabe while breaking kayfabe? Uh, how is that possible? He's breaking uh, kayfabe while breaking kayfabe. This is some kayfabe inception right here. Yeah, there's got to be like some sort of kayfabe to the second or third power going on here. Is there like a, is there like a, a, a dirt sheet equivalent for Shakespeare plays? Is there like a, is there like a Shakespeare, William Shakespeare Observer? Yeah. No. <laughs> the, the William Shakespeare torch. Oh, jeez. Oh, why, man? That's why he's not on the show. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Oh, a skeleton. Alas, alas. You want to get back to where you were? Alas, poor Hogan. 
I knew him well. <laughs> That's not even the right line, a you feller, jerk. A feller of infinite failure. <laughs> Oh no. Pee Wee! Oh no! Jeez! <laughs> this play has just taken a turn. It's taken a really weird turn. Oh no. And he put the crown on Pee Wee! I love that Roddy said, when he saw Pee Wee, are you ribbing me? Now everyone's taking a bow. Oh, the crowd's going wild. They're going nuts. Well, we got more with Pee Wee and Patty LaBelle, but first, let's go back to Hervey and the page. By the way, the page was played by Steve Neville, who played uh, bit parts in the blue and the gray, Airplane 2, The Howling, and Hope and Gloria. Oh. Hope and Gloria. And the last time he was actually in anything substantial was American Christmas with Tara Reid and Robert Carradine and John Ashton. I know who two of those people are. Okay. Well, it wasn't so as great as uh, Sharknado for Tara Reid. I'll tell you that much. Right. Well, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if right now when Hervey is talking to this guy, he says... Hey, boss, the page, the page. Oh, sorry. Uh, wait for it. Well, there must be uh, someone who can get it back for you. Yeah, there is. And I know who. How can you make a phone call? I'll be back. Oh. Hey, hold on. Hold on. You have a, you have a quarter. Hmm? Yeah. Come on. That's a quarter. Yeah. Thank you, this is 1985, and we still use payphones. We'll yeah. Rock and wrestling Saturday payphones. They're a thing on your street corner. Kids, ask your parents. So I figured I'd push my figured I'd push my drawbridge button here, and you want to see him? Here is Pee Wee Herman. Oh, there's the drawbridge. Oh, oh. And the crowd's going nuts for Pee Wee. They're just going. <laughs> because remember, this is the same year as uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is yeah. Which, by the way, if you have never seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure, we cannot be friends. Oh, no. no. Yeah, you gotta watch it. I know you are, but what am I? 
I could watch this segment all day. Okay, I wonder if this may have been the inspiration for his show one year later on CBS. The executive said he connects with the kids. We got to put him on Saturday mornings next year. Yeah. I would imagine so. And somewhere in Long Island in 1985, a young McFoley is thinking to himself, I'm going to save this idea one day. (laughs) And he's like, I'm going to go see Vince McMahon when he's in the hospital and do this. He's going to love it. He's going to love this. And then one day, that sock's going to be worth like... $10,000 $10,000 or however much it was on most wanted treasures on A&E. And, yeah. And he's going to be called Mr. Socko. He's going to be called Mr. Socko. I brought one other visitor, another special guest. What the hell are you doing? M- Mr. Socko. <laughs> Say hello to Mr. Socko. Mr. Socko knows you've been feeling mighty bad, so he's gonna give your boo-boo a big kiss. (laughs) You're gonna what? Hey, hey, ah! No, Mick, please. Please, just leave. Mr. Socko! Please leave, please. Damn it, leave. Take this crap with you. Take it out. Take it all out. Get out! Mr. Socko. What does Pee Wee call this sock? I wonder. I have no. Look, come on, you play. Come on, play puppets like this. Look, here, put this on your hand right here. You can play. You can play. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Look, then you can make the eyes like this. It is Mr. Socko. Oh my god, it is Mr. Socko. That's how, you know what? This uh, is like Nick Foley is probably watching this right now and saying that could work. That could work. Give it another 13 years, it'll work. 
Uh, give it another 13 years, the kids will go crazy. Future entry, by the way. Yeah, because Muppet Babies, this would be the premiere of Muppet Babies, right? Um, No, this would be the second half hour of Muppet Babies. Okay, so this would be the second season it's like, of Muppet okay, Babies. It's like, okay, yeah, um, I want to say uh, Kevin Perjurer did a series on Jim Henson, and one of the projects discussed was Muppets, Babies, and Monsters, and how... CBS wanted to air the show before okay. it was even finished. This is from Defunct Land, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, a, they did yeah, the just... Defunct TV Jim Henson micro season. Yeah. Yeah. So this would be second season of Muppet Babies because Muppet Babies, if I recall, was inspired by the segment in Muppets Take Manhattan. Correct, yeah. sir. Oh, yeah. And that segment in the movie was so popular that they spun it off into a cartoon. Correct, sir. And it lasted a long time. What's oh. that? It wasn't just like a one or two season cartoon. It ran till 91. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And the reboot is uh, doing really well to the point where people are getting their collective heads unwound over Gonzo for some reason. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. People were like very upset for some like, reason. And just want to say. He's a what's it? Leave him alone. He's in love with a chicken. Let He's him a be. what's it? He's in love with a chicken. I mean, come on. Do you I mean, honestly? Do you know, just just play the damn clip. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, uh, when, when the show's over, Piggy. Oh, there's those penguins. I love those penguins. And this is the rat, it looks like. Why do cats say meow? Give up? Because if they bark, they be dogs. Waka, waka, waka. Oh. I apologize, Bernardos. <laughs> I remember this episode. Is in the eye of the beholder. See what I mean? No, <laughs> oh, that was very David Lynchian. Oh, that that was a trip. Oh, Gonzo coming out from his own eye. I could. You know what? I don't care how old you are. The Muppets are awesome. Oh yeah, I will say. Especially as an adult, baby animal, very scary. You know, since we're talking about Baby Animal, you know yeah. who voiced him in those first two seasons? Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll say this. You know how upset I was that Gallagher didn't smash the watermelon in Match Game Hollywood Squares? Oh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, no. I know where this is going. I was so upset that we didn't get one part where Howie did the rubber glove trick over his head. 
Well, hey, Greg, at least we got Ryan Lochte doing the Howie Mandel on what would Ryan Lochte do with the swimming, the swimming mask, or the, 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 head, the, 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 the headgear. Yeah, we finally got to say it in the group. But hey, at least Howie Mandel got to show Ted dancing on Friday night videos had to do the rubber glove trick over the head. That happened. Look it up. Big. Puppets, man. You always, you always treat your puppets that way. Do you know I noticed it? What are them people? What am I doing with this in my hand? Man? Oh, you jerk! That's another man's sock. Oh, he's got something to say. Uh oh. Uh oh. What does he got to? What do you got to say, man? How are you? How are you? Uh, I got something to say to you. Very sincere. I want to give you a compliment. What I want to say to you is, you've taken people 15 times World Tag Team Champions. You've had 15 World Heavyweight Champions. That's a fact. That's an accomplishment that no other man has ever done. He's the man. Yes. No, okay. Thank you, Richard. Oh, yeah. Because you're not out here to plug nothing. You're out here out of the kindness of your heart. And I think that you're a tremendous individual. I know we've had differences in the past, but I would like... Why are you being so nice to me, Roddy? Oh. Nice oh. Luke's on to him. Get him, Cap! Oh! Oh, he sabotaged his chair. You jerk. What a jerk. By the way, here's what's coming back from 1984-85. We got Dungeons and Dragons. The oh, yeah. original. The original Dungeons and Dragons. Another Mark of Anier joint. Oh, we got Land of the Lost. Oh, yeah, crappy stop motion animation. Where's Phil Tippett when you need him? Oh, Charlie we got Bra the Charlie Brown and Snoopy show. Yeah. Oh, Snoopy's pissed. Oh God! Oh, she begged. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Patty Labelle begged to be on the show, Roddy. <laughs> like she begged to. Oh, whoa! Oh, whoa. Look at this. Hold we got, on. We got, we got Kareem. We got Kareem Abdul. We got Pee Wee doing the tequila. And Oh. Roddy's turning it too. Oh my god! You just want to? I I just feel bad for the guy. Oh. Except not not really. Oh. All right. So looking at the title card, look at that. it. Says more with Patty, and then at the bottom, truth about Cindy. What? Uh oh. 
Uh oh. Uh oh. Interesting thing, they did not really. They did not. Uh, interesting thing, uh, a show they did not mention in the returning montage reruns of pole position. Yeah, I don't think anyone cared about pole position. Meh. No. <laughs> yeah, meh. By the way, pole position, of course. The cartoon that is famously not based on the game, but they had to license the title, so. Yeah, makes no sense. Probably had to pay Namco a lot of money for that. Yeah. Right. Hey, here's Hervey at one of those payphones. What's a payphone, Chico? Well, it's a phone you put money in and you get to make a call for like two minutes or something. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, I seem to recall, wasn't that a movie with uh, Kiefer Sutherland and Colin Farrell like 20 years ago? No, that's Phone Booth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> it's one of those, but without the booth. Okay. Okay, here we go. It's like a TARDIS, but there's no box. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh Roddy's in for a surprise. Oh, he couldn't get his change back. Yeah, don't forget your change. We'll return yeah. to the Rock and Wrestling Saturday Spectacular after these messages. Oh, no. By the way, stir it up. It's a bop. Yeah. Although, I gotta say, not even the best song on the Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack. That belongs to Glenn Fry and the Heat is On. Uh, Fight me on that. I won't. I was the best dancer out of everybody. Ball! Pucks. I didn't think you were. I, I, I think you danced like a class. Oh! Oh! Oh, oh, Patty. Take him to town, Patty. Put, put a pie in his face, Patty! Show. You begged me to be on. Because the, the, the thing is that it's really not your show anyway. It is so nice. Oh. Get him, girl! Okay, wait a second, wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Go ahead. You know what? I think you're a fantastic singer. Do you? I think your song was great. The only thing that was missing, and I would be the only man to be able to say this. Don't say back pipes. Oh, Jesus. Oh, he said it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh. If you had bagpipes in your tune, oh. your song would be 100%. That's what's wrong with Larper. That's what happened no, to her. Uh, no, okay. Uh, no, that's what happened to her. Is Lop- Lop- don't talk about Larper, honey. I'll break your face. I told you. Stop talking. I'm going to show you a clip, okay? And just shut up. Just keep your mouth shut. It's oh. Get her, Patty! That will be shown every week, and it's a wonderful show you must see, and you must not listen to his mouth anymore because he's sick. It's Bob Keeshan. Welcome to CBS Story Break. CBS Story Break! Now this is a theme song that's a bop. Yeah. Oh, yes. So this would be like, what, animated, uh... It's like ABC's Weekend Specials. 
their answer to it. Yeah, th this is like what aired at like one o'clock in the afternoon after all the the cartoons that we saw earlier aired. Actually, I have the grid here. CBS okay. Story Break. CBS Story Break started out at eleven. Wow. And then it led into Dungeons and Dragons, Land of the Lost, Charlie Brown and Snoopy, The Get Along Gang, and at 1.30 it was Pole Position. 1.30? Oh my, I didn't even know it ran that late. I thought the latest would have been like about 1 o'clock or so. So it ran to 2, two o'clock. Oh my gosh. Wow. Those were the days. And, and, and the thing is, one thing that I noticed is missing... CBS back in the day used to air Fat Albert all the time. Yes. There's no Fat Albert on that list you mentioned. Nope. Yeah. All right. Oh, yes, Cindy, to come on. Is this the truth about Cindy? Yes. Oh, Cindy. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, she looks nothing like her. No. What's wrong with you? You look better. I'm sorry, you're right. By the way, uh, Faye Flamboyant, played by Sandra Gould, who was in Bewitched, The Flintstones, I Love Lucy, and was the little old lady on an episode of Boy Meets World in 1999. Sadly, of course, no longer with us. She uh, died at the age of 82 in 1999. Oh, well... At least that was a good way to go out on Boy Meets World. Wonder if she encountered. Wonder if she encountered the Philly Mafia. Take out business. Look like Cindy Lauper is incredible. Can Tom, do you have troubles with that? Do you have? Oh no, no. Um, people kept stopping me in the street and asking me to sing "She Bob," and, and then they would ask me to sign their own. Talk about getting crap under the radar. Am I right? Oh, wait, because she bop is about master. Yes! <laughs> yeah. She I was today years old when I learned that. She bop is about. Yeah. Hold on. She bop is about what the dads do when they. <laughs> Watch that segment in the 1981 Sears Teleshop Laser Disc catalog with Cheryl Teagues. Gotta be Cheryl Teagues. You'll find out more about it later, the end of the year. But you know, when that segment came on, you know what the dads were doing. Masturbation. 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 The issue, masturbation. Masturbation that proved too much. Not apologizing for her masturbation. Promotion of masturbation. In regard to masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> they were 
shaking hands with the governor right now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) The lower third says, not Cindy Lauper. After all the terrible things that she says about you, because believe me, Mr. Piper, Oh, God, no. Somebody ends this. Oh. Absolutely not. Oh, oh snap. Hervé and Cindy have come in to save this show. And, and Faithfly Boy is like, y'all ain't paid me enough for this. watch the show next door everyone's go everyone's like yeah let's just everyone's leaving everybody's leaving if i were if i were to make a guess i'd say this was shot at um in the same studio as jokers if i was to make a guess it, it doesn't doesn't that look like the jokers audience to you jokers wild yeah yeah, I guess kind of. Maybe. Oh, now the credits are rolling. Everyone's like, yeah. We're out of here. It's Hulk Hogan and his muscle-bound buddies, and they're ready to battle the bad guys on the all-new Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling. It starts next Saturday. It's a knockout. You want to talk about knockout? I'll talk to you about knockout. This is your announcer leaving. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and leave. You wear a toupee anyway. Huh? I know. I'll tell everybody you wear a toupee. Hi. Hello. Roddy, you're wonderful. How was I? How was you? I can only tell you one thing. What? You were amazing, and they loved you. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh. He doesn't have it in his heart to lie to him. Yeah. Oh. That is something else. That was something else. Yep. And the next day, this is what you saw on CBS. I can get back to the Wikipedia article. You saw the Berenstain Bears, the Wuzzles, Muppets, Babies, and Monsters, Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, CBS Story Break, Dungeons and Dragons, Land of the Lost, The Charlie Brown and Snoopy Show, The Getalog Gang, and pole position to end the Saturday morning. But by then, you're probably just waiting for uh, 
WWE superstars to start on your local syndicated channel. Well, at this time, it would still be championship wrestling. Uh, oh, that's superstars right. wouldn't be till 86. Okay, so we're a year removed from superstars. What I find very interesting about this, we have a nice hour-long special promoting the cartoons that premiere the next morning. How much footage do we actually see of the cartoons? Maybe three minutes at most? Three minutes at most. Maybe! Yeah. And that may even be a stretch. And the most is basically for rock and wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was the theme of the show. Absolutely. Obviously. And then the second most was probably, what, the Muppets? Probably the Muppet Babies. I mean, Berenstain Bears, we only got uh, the dad flying the kite. Papa and, Bear flying the kite. And, yeah, and, and, and the con man or whatever was and going on. And selling him the, pump, the giant pumpkin. And the giant pumpkin, too, yeah. And we got a couple of good clips from the Wuzzles, but that was pretty much it. Uh, fun fact, the Wuzzles only ran for 13 episodes. Oh. If, and, and tell me, let me tell you something. If there was any Disney property that was ripe for reboot, it would be the Wuzzles. Now, sorry. No, the correct answer, Chico, is Fluffy Dogs. Oh, jeez. You'll find out well, more about well, Fluffy well, Dogs or, next year. Uh, yeah, to your point, Greg. In order to be rebooted, you would first have to be, well, booted. What did we learn from this special? Nobody. Nobody likes Rowdy Roddy Piper. Nobody in 1985. <laughs> and also, you don't mess with Hervé. Nope. He will get Sidney Lopper on your ass. That's right. And, and also, also, you do not interrupt Patty LaBelle when she try to talk. It's not, and don't, no. don't piss off New Edition. And, and please, for heaven's sakes, don't let Captain Lou Albano do Shakespeare ever again. No. 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 Uh, well, hey okay. guys. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got something special for this episode. Oh, no. <sighs> we got a special edition of Evan Price is Right. Oh, good heavens. Oh, oh, it's a special edition. It's a special edition of It's E-Bay a special Price. new edition. Oh, yeah. Oh. A special new edition of Evan <laughs> Price is Right. Let's hit it. Okay, guys, you are bidding on something that I actually bought on eBay recently. Oh, okay. That's right. So you're going to be bidding on what I bought, and you're going to guess what the price is, okay? That well, is, what is it? It's straight-up dollars, okay? Not dollars and cents. You're Not, bidding okay, on... straight dollars. You're bidding on a special WWE DVD, four-disc edition of Born to Controversy, the Roddy Piper story. Now, this is a special four-disc edition that was exclusive to Circuit City. It's the regular three-disc set of this DVD, but it has a bonus fourth disc filled with Piper's Pit segments. 
So this is a Circuit City exclusive DVD four disc edition of the Roddy Piper story from WWE Home Video. And you bought this. And I recently bought this. So, Chico, I will start the bidding with you. Straight up dollars. $42. Mike. Oh, $1. No, $1. And the price for this DVD? $25. There you go. That seems reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) It's got a lot of good matches. From Roddy's run in WWE. It actually has that match from um that they showed at the beginning with him and Hulk uh from the uh War to Sell the Squad, Madison Square Garden from MSG in February of eighty five. It was a wild night. Oh, by oh god <laughs> Mike, you're not gonna believe this. Do you know who was at the match who they inter- who mean gene inter- interviews after the match? Do you wanna take a guess who he interviews? What year is this? 85? 85. He interviews what celebrity. Do you want to guess who he interviews? It had to be somebody very relevant at the time. I'm going to say Clara Peller. No, it wasn't Clara Peller. Okay. No, if it was Clara Peller, the mic wouldn't work. Okay. Oh, uh... uh, who was it? Okay, you ready? All right. Danny DeVito. Oh, Frank Reynolds. That's right. We had the first encounter of Demaniac and the Trash Man in the same space. There's also this insane interview that Mean Gene conducts with Andy Warhol that I gotta find that you have to just see. Hold on a minute. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. This is the whole... Okay. It's on the WWE YouTube channel. Okay. Okay, hold on. This is so amazing. Greg, get yourself together, man. Here we go. If I could get a man in, if I if I could get a man in with a a little a little lower okay, we profile, got ladies and gentlemen, certainly Mr. a man T who needs and the Hulkster and the captain and a guy who looks like Nicholas Cage but clearly isn't. And then there's Andy Warhol. Okay, let's hear what Gene has to say to Andy Warhol. Profile, ladies and gentlemen, certainly a man who needs no introduction anywhere, of course, uh, in the greater New York area and certainly around the country watching at this point in time. Uh, we saw you earlier, Andy Warhol, your impressions of what took place earlier on here. Oh, I'm speechless. Well, you've got to be. I mean, so many. I mean, I saw jaws drop to the, to the floor. Uh, it's just so exciting, I just don't know what to say. Have you, have you ever seen such total bedlam and pandemonium in your entire life? Never. Your impressions of the rock and wrestling connection. Oh, don't it's... don't you think that they got together tonight here and band together and stood on firm ground? It's the best I've ever seen in my whole life. Most exciting thing. Well, I'll tell you what, I thank you very much. Uh... <laughs> Andy Warhol is totally not on drugs when he was doing this. He really needs to calm down. He needs to curb his enthusiasm a little bit there. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think Andy Warhol even knew where the hell he was. <laughs> oh, no, he wasn't. I don't think he even knew who Bean Gene was. Nope. <laughs> That's the best, like, playing dumb I've ever seen, or at least since Tom Poston. Huh? Well, what am I doing in a wrestling interview? Huh? What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's this man in the kilt doing in the ring? What's going on, guys? 
Who's this short guy running around the place? Oh my gosh. <sighs> okay. Well, what do we have to say about the all-star rock and wrestling Saturday spectacular? Well, it be- you know what? It brought together the two best things about Saturday. Cartoons and wrestling on a Friday night. And for a five-year-old Chico, a two-year-old Greg, and our babysitter Mike. Oh, come on! <laughs> a, a ten-year-old Mike on September 13th, 1985. It was a very exciting, a very amazing, and a very record-worthy thing on TV. Oh, it was. And also... Again, three minutes of cartoons, 57 minutes of who the hell knows what's going on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yo, I bet Kareem, Patty, Cindy, and New Edition, and Pee Wee Herman were asking themselves the same thing. Well, if it came from the Crofts, that's all you need to know. There you go. That's, that's your, by your the way, reason. they swear they weren't high when they made this. But it sure. was the eighties, so who knows? It could it could have been some illegal substances, like a little bit of the, the uh, little bit of the sticky icky, a little maybe. nose candy. Who knows? Well, well, just remember, they're the people who brought us former installment Lidsville. Okay, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. And HR Puff and stuff. Yeah. And HR Puff and stuff. And Sigmund and the Sea Monsters and a whole bunch of other stuff. Bugaloos. J- j- just saying. Yeah. All right. Well. As always, you can go to our website. It was a thing on TV.com. You can listen to the 192 previous episodes to this. You can listen to all our live shows, our director's cuts. Hey, by the way, guys, on our Podbean page right now, we got the remastered series back. We got the second half of that. It just started. We got the Tommy Westfall universe up. And not only that, but we're going to be coming up real soon to return with the remastered episode of Super Train. Oh, yes. yes. We're going to hear more about the poker game that was held inside the dining room, aren't we? And I'm sure we're going to hear more about Keenan Wynn. Keenan Wynn and, of course, Billy Barty <laughs> replacing a presidential candidate with a double so real that even Loretta Swit can't tell. Yep. All on a train that apparently runs on Time Lord technology. And has a pool. And has a pool that is surprisingly not moving. Not moving, even though it's on a moving train. It's but, a pool of jello. Yeah. Well, it's 1979. They didn't care about safety standards back then. No. How far have we come as a people, folks? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, next week. Oh, oh my gosh, next week is jam-packed. We are going crazy next week. Um, next week, uh, we got an episode that we were supposed to do last week. We're doing next week. I'm sorry, I was sick last week. I apologize. You know, no, no, you're feeling better, though. though. I, yeah. I'm here, so yeah, that, that's a positive. Right, then. Yeah. As, long, and, as, long, as long as that matters. That's all that matters. We got that episode we're going to make up, but also we got two anniversaries that are falling around next week. And we're doing two special episodes 
devoted to these two topics. Yep. And then we have our eighth live show. Now, if you were watching uh, any digital sub-channels co-owned by Fremantle Media and the Fox Corporation, you know exactly what's happening on Labor Day weekend. Let's just say a game show is being relaunched on BuzzFeed. Buzzer! As a Labor Day marijuana. Marathon. Marathon! Level 6 500! This particular game show is being hosted by John F. Kennedy. Tom Kennedy. You did it. You did it, man. Yes. You saved it, John. Yep, we'll sprint down the gauntlet of villains on our next live show. And that, with our other three episodes, will be available on the website over the week. But until then, um, like we say, except we'll see you next week for another It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend, everyone. Wow! Oh, my boy. My boys. Oh, wait, 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 wait. You know what? The maniac loves you. <laughs>